Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast about running, fitness, and all things health-related. Each week, we will present a new episode that is of interest to all runners. Welcome to Episode 15 of Martha Runs the World. Today, I'm going to focus on travel to races and running while we're on vacation. And runners do like to travel to races. We'll save up money and go out and find a particular race in a beautiful area or someplace that we've never been before. Or we'll go to the same place away from home every year, if we like a race series especially. And also running while we're on vacation. I don't know about you, but I like to find places to run while I'm away from home. I used to publish an underground metal magazine called Bast Magazine. I've talked about it before. When I was in Europe, I used to like to find places to run. And one of the things that I would do is early in the morning, while all the other people were all passed out and and hung over, I would go out and run. And one of my most wonderful memories of running there was getting up early in Oslo. And it was March. It was over the Easter weekend. And everyone was pretty well asleep. And I went out in downtown and ran four miles through Oslo. And it was cold. It was icy. But it was one of the most beautiful memories I've ever had of running. Excuse me. I've ever had of running. It was just gorgeous. Absolutely wonderful run. I'll never forget it. So I asked people in the Martha Runs the World Facebook page about where they've traveled to run. And Shane from Nashville said he traveled for the San Diego Rock and Roll Marathon. And Lisa from Ohio said she traveled to Kansas for a half. And Amy from Illinois said she traveled to Florida for a half. Stephanie went all the way from the U.S. to Vietnam and Mozambique for different stage races. A stage race is a race that takes place over consecutive days, multiple days. Jennifer went from Pennsylvania to the New York Marathon twice. Ruth went from Ontario, Canada to Copenhagen for her second Ironman. Brian went from Virginia to Leadville, Colorado, and he's doing that again this year. And if you didn't hear my episode, my previous episode, with my interview with Brian all about Leadville, you can go ahead and listen to that when you're done listening to this episode. So today I talked to two different experts in the running travel business. I first talked to Lena Anderson, who's the CEO and founder of Go Running Tours, and that's Go! Exclamation point Running Tours. She's also the Danish champion in the Beer Mile 2018. And then I talked to Salem Stanley of Vacation Races. He's the president and co-founder, and we'll talk all about how you can go to run some cool races around national parks. But first, let's hear from Lena. Welcome to the show, Lena. Thank you. Um, so go running tours. I noticed that you got, that you are in a lot of different cities all over the world. Yes, we are. I think we're up to, I think, 50, a little bit more than 50, I think, now. That's amazing. So how does it work? If I sign up for, a, let's say, I'm going to visit New York, and I see that uh, and in New York City, you have, what, three or four different tours. So if I sign up for one, how does it work once I sign up? So basically, um, well, we try and do it simple. So I hope uh, I can explain this very simply because otherwise <laughs> we haven't quite uh, succeeded. But but basically during the booking, you say, okay, I would like to run the Riots and Rebellions tour, which take you all through sort of the big riots in the, in New York City. So it's a pretty historic tour. And you say, I stay at this hotel, at this address. During the booking process, then you book. And then Kate, our city manager, writes back to you and say, hey, great. I can't wait to run with you. I'll meet you at your hotel uh, at the time that you requested. And then 
when the day arrives and the time arrives, then you, Kate will be standing outside, uh, sort of either in the hotel lobby or outside your apartment, and then you're off for a run. It's super easy. Oh, that's terrific. So not only do you go for a run, but you also give us kind of a tour of the city, I guess. Yeah. Or the part of the city. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely. Great. Definitely. So cool. we run and then we give sort of the background. And it, it can be anything from the main sites um, where we have, you know, all the sites that everyone knows about. But we try always to give some in-depth knowledge or some sort of knowledge that people didn't know. But it can also be sort of the more hidden uh, secrets of a city and and it tends to actually be these uh, sort of insights that people really or I guess really appreciate that they sort of get to see something that they wouldn't find on their own oh nice that's great see I like that part where you get some kind of hidden knowledge that they don't do on big buses or something like that so that, that's very cool that's very cool you do groups of uh, even just one person it doesn't have to be a big group then right yeah yeah, so we do mostly private tours, uh, which basically means that allows us to to meet people at the hotel and run with just them. And especially also for some people, it's super important that it's also a right pace. Uh, so some people get nervous, you know, am I fast enough? Other people get uh, always right. Okay, I need to ride um, or run uh, four and a half minute per kilometer. Can we do that? And so on. And other people just are fine and just want to go. But with our private tours, we always do hotel pickup. We, of course, run the pace of the guests then we take our time and and so on so it's a private guide oh that's nice so if they're not very fast they don't have to be nervous about the person going too fast then that's no, nice. no no that's yeah. very that's very cool see that that's why the prices are reasonable because you basically gear it towards the person taking the tour that's nice so can you give me a, a little brief history of the company yeah so actually going back in back in time then uh, i started my own running tour business here in Copenhagen in Denmark in 2011 I got uh, I thought it was a time for a career change so I stopped mm. my career and then I started uh, running tours in Copenhagen and then after um, some years uh, together with a partner or business partner that was in the company at the time we actually started uh, go running tours and in the beginning we thought this would just be a network for all running tour providers worldwide it should be a place where we shared best practice and so on but most of all and most importantly for us was that it was a premium brand so it was a brand that people knew if they booked with us they could first of all their money was safe but also that they could sort of count on a good quality tour on great communication on pictures on route mapping and all these things um, because at the time uh, when we did this, there was a lot of sort of websites in each city. Even when I started in Copenhagen, there was about two or three different uh, websites saying running tours in Copenhagen. But quickly people realized, that, I mean, it's a great idea and it's very low entry barriers into the market, right? You need a website and a pair of running shoes. Mm -hmm. So so basically a lot of people sort of started running tour companies and then reality sort of sometimes hit that it's actually a lot harder to get a business going than, than just a website. Right. Uh, so a lot of these websites were sort of dead. So sometimes regardless of which city, customers was, would try and book a tour and they never really knew, okay, am I money saved? Is this company still alive? And so on. So we were trying to sort of create a platform for this as well so that's actually how it started and then after some years we got uh, approached by a lot of people who were first of all very keen to um, to work with us but the whole thought of setting up a website having their own website creating company and all these things just seemed a little bit of a of a stop for them 
So that's why we created sort of uh, what we call the city manager setup, uh, which is it's a little bit, it's basically on a franchise basis, but basically you are responsible for your city. And so we have city managers in every, in every city now, someone that we've trained, that we vetted and so on. So we know not only is it, you know, good quality tours and people can count on us, but also it's super, super nice people and, and very fun and, and so on. It's been around for a while then, since 2011 when you started. Yeah, that's when I only started in, in Copenhagen. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we started Go Running Tours in 2013. And a couple of years after, mm-hmm. that's actually when we started doing the entire sort of uh, online booking and opening up uh, under the, our own brand and so on. Oh, okay. What's the hardest part about running Go Running Tours? <laughs> I mean, the hardest part for me personally is that I started <laughs> and I started this sort of uh, because I wanted to run with people from all over the world. And that is really, you know, if anyone who's a runner is searching for a dream job, this is it. I promise you this is it. My <laughs> biggest challenge right now is that most of my time is spent in the office. Oh. Uh, I've, <laughs> I've had someone is I've had to have a city manager here in Copenhagen, so I don't do the tours myself anymore. So I think that's actually my biggest challenge is... Um, is uh, that I'm a little bit sort of distant from the actual running tours right now. Um, oh, no. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I guess that's pretty selfish. But, but but otherwise, I think the biggest challenge is it's actually the awareness. A lot of people don't know that this exists. So many mm. people, you know, go to a destination, a, a new city, and they might Google walking tours or biking tours or bicycle tours or Segway tours. It's very few people that Google running tours. Um, so our biggest challenge, not just for my company, but for running tour providers generally, is that um, so few people know that this concept exists. Right, right. Well, it's a fairly new concept. I mean, I think it's brilliant. I love the idea but it is fairly new. I, I know we have some here in San Francisco, mm-hmm. but you're not in San Francisco. Are you have any plans of opening here? I'm, I'm uh, hoping actually within two weeks I'll have a signed contract. But <laughs> really? <laughs> but, but nice. Let's see. Um, it's it's going really fast at the moment. I'm hoping to, but um, but there's also I mean San Francisco is, uh, is one of our uh, destination we would like to be in. We would also like to be in D.C. in Chicago mm. and and sort of the major U.S. cities as well. Yes, yes, definitely. I was going to ask you if you're going to add more cities, and there you go. If someone wants to be a running tour guide with you, should mm-hmm. they get in touch with you? Or yes. How does that work? Yes, they should get in touch, and then they get an email from me within 24 hours usually, um, where I say thank you. And uh, then if it's a if it's a city where we can sort of see okay there's there's great potential and we we sort of move along then we have a couple of talks online and and so on. But oh, that's that's, uh, that's basically mm-hmm. we are always open for. Okay. Uh, for, for new people and we get I, I personally even though I'm a, we get quite a lot of requests and so on I get excited every time I receive one um, mm. I get excited when we have a booking uh, and I actually get excited when we have uh, sort of all these city manager requests of course sometimes if it's a very small city in you know we have to say actually we don't believe there's uh, the market for uh, for having a, a sort mm. of a, a sustainable business there mm-hmm. uh, yeah but nevertheless, I still get excited that people want to be a running guide and they really like the concept and so on. I take it as a compliment every time. That's great. Uh, how long are the are the tours? How many how many miles are they usually? Oh, it really depends. Uh, we have a um, 
we have sort of the shorter tours in in San Diego and in Tampa. We have, uh, and also in New York City, actually, we have uh, sort of 5K or three mile uh, yeah. runs, uh, which I believe most people can do, even if they're not fit. And if they if they they they're not fit, then both. I mean, all our city managers are nice, so that would be no problem in walking a little bit as well. And otherwise, our longest tours are. Um, it's it's a half marathon in some cities. Um, I think we have a 25k tour in one of the cities as well. Wow, that's a mm. long one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. We also get requests, especially in Athens. Uh, we get requests for sort of the guides down there organizing sort of running 42 kilometers and finishing in marathon and, and uh, sort of. So we get some of these long run requests as well. Oh, see, that would be fascinating to run the to run the actual route of the of the original marathon. Mm-hmm. That's that's a once in a lifetime event for sure. It, it is. The problem is this. I only know this because we get we get so many requests for it. Is that apparently the route is on a motorway, so oh. uh, <laughs> it's actually not really doable. So the guys down there always have to come up with some creative solution. <laughs> that's pretty. That's crazy. <laughs> well, I'm sure they do a good job too, though. Because um, I'm sure a lot of people just do that on their own too, but it would be nice to do that with people who live down there, so they could tell you exactly, you know, what's going on at that each area. Of course, the ending is much better than the original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to tell the Martha Runs World listeners about the tours? No, other than that, it's it's pretty simple. I mean, try it. Give it a try. Anyone who's traveling uh, knows the challenge sometimes of uh, of getting a run in or at least an interesting run. Uh, sometimes it's just up and down a main street because you don't really want to get lost or you don't go out at all because it's, it's not safe. But then we're there. Check out if we're there and we'll be happy uh, to take you running. And also, of course, if you want to become a city manager and sort of bring running tours to your city, then uh, we'll be all up for that. Well, thank you very much. I'll have, excuse me, I'll have all your contact information on the website that uh, we can get in touch with you whenever we're in in a city and we'll um, book tours. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Lena, from Go Running Tours for joining us. I know if our listeners visit another city or a country and they want to take a running tour, they'll be in good hands contacting you. And now let's hear from Salem Stanley of Vacation Races. Okay, and joining us is Salem Stanley with Vacation Races. Tell me how, first of all, hi Salem. How's it going? <laughs> you know, it's fine. It's early here. So I just, I had my coffee, but I'm still half asleep. So you have to forgive me. <laughs> no worries. Good, good, good. So with vacation races, let's say if I sign up for a half marathon, let's say the Joshua Tree half marathon, how does that work? What does it include? So uh, vacation races, our our half marathon series and even our ultra marathon uh, races are really geared towards kind of a higher end experience, I guess. Anyone who goes to register will find that we're a little more expensive than than, than some other races. But really what, what you get uh, is again, I'll, I'll, again, I call it a, a high-end experience. What, what I mean by that is um, a, a lot of options, even when you register. It's, it's interesting looking at our data about once somebody registers for one of our races, there's only about a 66% chance that they'll actually participate. Oh, okay. uh, and, and and people drop out for lots of reasons. Um, you know, someone dies, <laughs> it's an injury, uh, stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um, 
you lose a job, something like that. So we've got we've got lots of options. So there's options to get out of the race, including deferment and refunds, or even we allow bib transfers to other people. Okay. But if you're one of the lucky people who get to actually run, <laughs> well, then what what that's gonna uh, what that's gonna include is you get to the you get to the race because our events are uh, near the national parks, mm-hmm. and that's sort of our whole thing. We try to take a, a really environmentally conscious approach to the event. So one of the we're one of the pioneers in uh, cup free racing. Um, have you ever have you ever run cup free? Or do you oh yeah, most of the trail races that that I do are cup free. Yeah, for sure. And we're one of the for sure one of the first road races um, to to do it. And so this is yeah. a, a couple thousand people, and um, and we've been able to do it uh, ever since the beginning. Um, so so what's awesome about that? I'm sort of a back of the pack kind of guy. So mm-hmm. when I go and run our my events, I get to you know I get to the aid station and it's still as clean as when the first runner came through. That's great, and, and I and I love it so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Occasionally I'll go run another race and it's just like oh it's abhorrent when I when I get there and it's just cups all over and everything like that. So I know. Um, so I love that. You know we always try to do high end uh, shirts. We've got a, a partnership with uh, Parks Project uh, who does these just beautiful designs that help celebrate the national parks. Uh, mm-hmm. Our medals are, are big and beautiful. We change them every year to, to showcase a different uh, feature within each national park. And then, uh, you know, at the finish line, you get, there's a food box and, and, and all of that. And then just the support on courses is really good. You have aid stations about every other, mi- uh, every other mile, starting at mile three. And, um, and then we usually put a bonus one about mile 12, just to get you across the finish line. And, uh, you know, again, we're we're not geared to elite athletes. There's no big prize purse, and really, we're we're you know we get a lot of people where the gun goes off, and people just start walking, and you know they're out there for four hours walking their hearts out, and mm. and uh, and I think that's uh, pretty admirable. So uh, we get we get a lot of people. We get some fast folks as well, but uh, but really, we're we're geared to all comers, and um, it is timed, but uh, but ultimately, it's it's everyone's there for the scenery and. Uh, and what's interesting is about 90, I think the last time we checked, it was about 95% of our participants will go hiking uh, either that day or the next day. Um, so it's really about exploring the park and really the, the, the events are an excuse to go and visit, you know, to go and visit the national parks. Nice, nice. Now, most of them are near the parks. Are there any that are inside the parks themselves? Yeah, we've had, we've had a couple. Our Lake Powell race uh, goes inside the national – it's a national recreation area. Mm-hmm. So the permitting is a little different, and, uh, and, and they, they let us go there. We've got a good reputation with them. Like our Grand Canyon course this year is in national forest land on the north rim of the Grand Canyon. And what's awesome about it is the rim of the Grand Canyon is Forest Service, at least on the north rim, on, on, on sections of the north rim. But the second you, like, put your toe over the rim, then you're in the national park. Ah. So we're, like, we're like literally on the rim. So we're not technically in the park, but you're going to see views of the Grand Canyon while you're on course. Nice. Um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. And then, and then we did have a race at the Everglades where we ran inside the park. Anyone who knows the Everglades, Shark Valley, the, the tram loop, we ran on that a couple of years ago. We were only able to do it one year, uh, and then we got flooded out the next year, and then demand just sort of fizzled. But beyond that, everything's really just close to the parks. It's, it's If you can imagine, it's incredibly difficult to permit. But even if we could permit, the parks really aren't designed for major events. 
Right. Um, so I'm actually really grateful that we can't permit in most of the parks because I don't want to go to a park and say, oh, yeah, the park's been rented by, you know, Facebook or Google or something like that. You know, like where, oh, the park's, you know, they rented it out to everybody for the day. So I'm glad that, like, private companies can't permit the the entire park or even sections of it for the day. That, that actually makes me really happy. <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're satisfied to run outside the park. And then when you actually want to go in, you know, it's really open to everybody and, and you can do whatever, do whatever you want. That's a really good point. I'm, I'm glad you made that. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, over time people are like, oh, it should be in the park or you shouldn't be calling it such and such. But again, it's, it's about coming to the parks and I like public lands. I want things available to everybody. And, and, uh, and it's been a good thing for us so far. Sure. Sure. And how did vacation races start? So, so I got introduced to the endurance event industry like 20 years ago. My brother, it's such a funny story. My brother started a triathlon in Southern Utah. Now this is a guy who's literally never run a triathlon in his life. Even to this day, Mm. he is not an endurance athlete himself. I don't know why he decided (laughs) to start a triathlon, but he did. And this was when triathlons were like crazy and new and all that. So I, um, my family all helped him produce it. So I got sort of familiar with how they were, how they operated. I helped him a little bit with his financials and things like that. Then I went off and had, you know, worked at an investment bank and worked selling software and went back to school to get an MBA, really wanted to start a company. And I wanted to focus on something that I cared about. And this was an industry that, that I was familiar with. I love sport in general. And I love, I, you know, I grew up outside of Zion uh, in Southern Utah and I just love the parks. So uh, I, I did some customer research. I didn't really have this idea when I set out, but I, after doing some research on the industry and trying to find an opportunity, uh, I sort of saw that, that a lot of people, you know, just like you're talking about, a lot of people love to travel and, um, and they like using uh, running as sort of their excuse on, on where they're going to go. And so I, we started with the Zion Half Marathon in 2013, and uh, did a couple more races that year, Rocky Mountain and Lake Powell. And then uh, and then we just kept growing from there. And about three years ago, uh, I ended up at a friend who started an ultra marathon company uh, about the same time as, as I did, um, also focused on the national parks. Uh, about three years ago, it, we decided it made sense to sort of bring our companies together. Uh, so that company was Ultra Adventures. And so we've got uh, three ultra marathons and then a trail fest event that we're all sort of brought on by, uh, by that. So we do everything from, you know, f- road 5Ks at a couple of our races to 100-mile trail runs at, uh, at, at three events each year. That's terrific. You also started doing uh, offering packages, run packages in other countries. Yeah. What can, yeah, the global ones. What can I expect if I sign up for one of those? So th- those are going to be so good. <laughs> uh, they're really ex- – we're super excited about it. It's Again, it's it's – this is not, these are not events you're going to be doing once a year, at least mm. if your checkbook looks anything like mine. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, they're very expensive, but they're sort of all inclusive things. And, and we're still exploring other opportunities there. But, but at the outset, our first iteration of this is going to be, um, it's a week long. Uh, it's even a little more than a week long. So it's something like you check in Saturday, everybody rendezvous at the, like you, you book your own flight. Everybody rendezvous on like a, a Saturday evening in the, the start city. And then, um, so for example, in, in we're doing Costa Rica and everyone's going to meet in um, San Jose. 
So we've got a hotel in San Jose. It's your responsibility to get yourself to that hotel. But once you're there, th then you have to think about anything else. Uh, each morning, we'll be doing a trail run of three to five miles. It's really nothing crazy, uh, nothing overly difficult, but it's going to be trail running. So you're going to have hills. You're going to have rivers to cross. You're going to have stuff like that. And then after that, we've got, you know, some days we've got extra activities like uh, whitewater rafting um, or zip lining, stuff like that. And then some days you just have, you know, the time's your own. You can just explore. But you sort of, uh, what we're going to do is basically two days in each area. And you're sort of running along the way. So you're sort of getting a tour of the, of the country. And then, you know, each each day you just, you get a, you get a trail run and, and, uh, it's awesome because each day you sort of get that high that you get from when you go for a run and you feel good about yourself. Uh, so you get that every day. And then the rest of the time you're get to explore and learn and, and, uh, and see a new place and, uh, and eat new food and, and all the fun things that you get from traveling. So that's it's uh, yeah, we're really excited about it. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. That sounds, that sounds really fun. Yeah, it, it really is. We, I did a similar one in Spain. Um, this other company that, that, that does something similar and, uh, oh man, uh, you know, we love the, the runs that they, that they put on every day. Um, some of the logistics were, weren't as great as I, I was hoping for. And so I think we can do a little better. And so we're, we're, uh, we decided to launch our own, uh, our own version of it. Yeah. We're really excited about it. Great. Great. And then what is trail fest? Oh man. Trail fest <laughs> is, might be the best event that we do. It's, it's so it, where, I, I don't even know where you're based, Martha. Where I, are you at? San Francisco. San Francisco. Okay. Have you been to Southern Utah or done anything in the Grand Circle area? I haven't. I haven't. I've been to Southern Utah. I have not run there, but I certainly want to. You've traveled to. Okay, great. I have. Yeah. So, so uh, what, anyone who has not doesn't quite understand how much there is very close to us. So there's a little town in Southern Utah called Kanab. And from Kanab, you, you're about an hour away from Bryce Canyon National Park, Zion Canyon, and uh, the Grand Canyon, as well as about an hour from Lake Powell, which if anyone's not totally familiar with Lake Powell, first Google it. It's gorgeous. It's my favorite place in the world. But it's also near uh, Antelope Canyon, which you've seen pictures of undoubtedly, and Horseshoe Bend, which you've also uh, yes. seen pictures of undoubtedly. So, mm -hmm. so what, we, what, we, what Trail Fest is, is it's a three-day trail running festival based in Kanab. Everyone uh, stays in the same place every night. And then the first day you wake up and we, everybody goes an hour away to Bryce. And there's a, a about a half marathon distance run up there uh, that runs on uh, what's called Thunder Mountain. And it's incredible. Uh, it, it, again, you can, you're all, anyone can Google pictures of this. Uh, our Bryce Canyon, it's kind of the highlight of our Bryce Canyon ultra marathon course, but it's really, really stunning. So you, you get to run that. Then people go and play in the park. They go explore a little bit. They come back that evening, and there's a festival. We have bands that are playing. We've got uh, uh, well-known speakers. Uh, we've done um, workshops and different things. There's, there's food. Uh, it's all catered and all that. And then, um, and then everyone goes to bed, wake up the next morning. Everyone drives an hour away, and we run at Bryce or at Zion. And that's, again, our, kind of the highlight of our – uh, it's on Gooseberry Mesa. It's the highlight of our Zion ultramarathon course. And it's, it, again, about 12-ish miles, about half marathon. And it's, again, gorgeous, stunning. Then everyone goes plays in the park, comes back. There's more festival. 
everyone goes to bed, <laughs> wakes up the <laughs> next morning, and everyone goes out to out to Lake Powell where they get where they run uh, on the on the edge of Horseshoe Bend, and it's it's again the highlight of our Antelope Canyon course. <laughs> so you get about a half marathon there, and then come back and we finish uh, we finish up with festival that night, and then everyone goes home. And it's 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 pretty fantastic. There are it's funny because we've tried like going oh I'd love to, we'd love to do this elsewhere. It's a really great event. <laughs> you just can't, it's hard to really replicate Zion and Bryce in the, in the Grand Canyon or or uh, or Antelope Canyon anywhere. And so we're uh, you know we're we're happy with what we have, but uh, it, it's it's a pretty fantastic event. Sure, sure. That sounds that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it really is. And and most people camp. Not everybody does. There's lots of hotels in Kanab, um, but we also set up sort of a tent city, and that's included with your registration. And um, and breakfast and dinner are included for everybody. And then you get sort of a snack box each day um, after you finish running. But it's it's it yeah, it's pretty it's pretty fabulous. Terrific. Well, I have one final question, and all of your contact information will be on my website. I'll have that under the show notes. But I always ask my guests this last question. Okay. If you, if you could run any race in the world, regardless of qualifications or price or distance, which race would you run? So there's a race. I lived in Cambodia for mm-hmm. two years. Uh, and uh, I was a missionary for my church. Uh, I haven't been back in like 20 years since then. And I, and the, but there's a race that runs by Anchor Watt. I would love to go and run that one. That Ooh. would make me really happy. So we're, I'm, I'm actually hoping to get out to Cambodia later this year. We're looking at doing one of our global adventures races out there. Um, but, uh, but that's, that's probably top of my list. Wow. That would be really, well, it'd be hard because it's so humid out there, but that would yeah, be really, super really humid. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> super humid, but it's uh it's pretty spectacular country out there. So it's, oh, uh, it, it's pretty fabulous. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Salem, for joining us and giving us all the information. Like I said, all the contact information and anything you need will be on the website, MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. And I hope you have lots of adventures and great runs with uh, vacation races. Thanks so much, Martha. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you, Salem. Vacation races sounds like a lot of fun. Runners will keep exploring. We'll keep finding new, incredible races. We'll keep going out and exploring cities and finding new running routes. Wouldn't it be great to have a tour guide in a new city or to have races in beautiful wilderness areas near parks? I'll have all the information about Go Running Tours and Vacation Races in the show notes on my website. And you know what that is by now, MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. If you want to check out the Facebook page, it is under Martha Runs the World. And if you want to email me, you can email me at MarthaRunsTheWorld at GMX.com. I'd love to hear your stories of travel if you haven't told them already especially on the Facebook page where you can join in the conversation on the thread about travel that I ask everybody. So I can't wait to see your stories and your pictures. You can add a picture there from one of your travels if you want. Join me on Facebook. Look for me on on Instagram, on Twitter, anywhere. Send me an email and just keep in touch because that's the only way the running community stays as cool, cool as it is is if we keep communicating with each other and also keep running. So let's tie up our shoelaces 
And until next week, let's go for a run. 